So what's up, folks? We got another um, episode of Ignorance Bliss for you. This time, the person I'm talking to is Jerry K. Fletcher, one of the um, more prolific and I think best letterers in the game right now. He's worked on a lot of um, classic joints. Uh, he started out um, as staff at DC, then you know went you know completely solo. You know what I'm saying? Left that life and went, you know, independent. Some joints he's done, you know, DC, uh, New Frontier, Batman Year 100, um, Azarello and Chase, Wonder Woman, a whole bunch of other stuff for them. He's designed the logos for Captain Marvel, the X-Books a couple of times. He's done so much, it's really hard to name. He's out there right now, he's working on Southern Bastards. God damned, um, paper girls, a whole bunch of stuff. So this episode, we're just talking about, you know, the game as it is, uh, stuff that really is quite nonsensical in in, in a comics game. Uh, how maybe they need to be like some Dame Dash like figure in comics, and then we end up trailing off talking about our love of Akira Toriyama and especially Dragon Ball so I hope you enjoy you can find me online at julianlyle.com you can post comments listen to it episode all the other episodes ignorant-bliss.com social media wise Julian Lytle on all social platforms. You can find Jared at Jared K. Fletcher on Twitter. Website is JaredKFletcher.com. His blog is Stranger Fictions. was also with his webcomic. That is one of the few webcomics I actually ever crossed over with. That's my, that was my, that was my partner. Webcomic right there. Um, Check him out. Continue to read. Hope you listen. SoundCloud, iTunes. If you want to leave a review, that's great. You can share it. That's great. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. A perspective on things. So what I'm telling you is that was then. Right now. You don't need a studio. All you need is a computer, which everyone has. Pro Tools and a mic. I haven't made a record in the studio in 10 years. You know this. So stop acting. Also, you don't need any money for knowledge. The problem is y'all don't take the time to listen. Y'all talk too much about gossip and not about what's going to be. It's so easy. It's an internet. So there is no excusing not being able to sell something on Vimeo or PayPal, which is what people do, and have a, 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 a audience and make money off it. You can flip. But when you make more money off, like, I'm not going to hold any money until I have a football team. I'm trying to flip all my money to get to a billion. So once I get to the football team, well, that was easy for you to say, dog, I just use my own money. And when I don't have it, y'all on the radio talking about me, right? And when I do have it, y'all asking me about other other that I did, you know, 20 years ago. So you got it right now. No, I don't. I got the movies on the street. I'm never going to have it because as soon as I get it, it goes on the street. I don't put up money. Saving money's for suckers to me. 
I have so much confidence in me that I flip. And 10 years later, and 15 years later, and 20 years later, I'm still a boss, and you still got a job. Now, I'm, wait, maybe you might want to break the cycle. Because what's going to happen now? Your kid going to grow up wanting to be like who? His dad. And what his dad got? An honorable man. What does his dad have? What do you mean? Money in a the bank. Stop. Stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> What is his, what does what does what does his dad have? A job. Everything. Real Your dad, you're not listening to me. Money your father. Wait, everything. listen to I'm me. I'm listening. Answer. You know. I try to answer your question, but you're not answering my question. You're saying what you want. I. You have a job, so your son's gonna want a job. He's gonna think because if daddy has a job, Yo, he should have a job. Let's light this candle. Yes. You know. You know what I did to uh, to get myself ready. What'd you do? I was watching some Dame Dash. That's what I was doing. Oh, you know, I meant to do that because, like, I saw. I was on something yesterday where I had something with him saved, and I was like, "How much you watch this before I talk to Julian?" And then I got caught up like doing stuff around the house this morning. Oh. Which one were you watching? I'm watching this one um, where he was talking to um, DJ Drama, so it was like a month old. So it's like a more fresher joint. I haven't it's, seen that. It's it's pretty good. It's not as super animated, but it still you got them uh, them Dame gems of self empowerment. It <laughs> just being like just kind of stand up. I don't know, man. Like I, here's what I like. I like that that dude isn't like. He's not gonna be trapped in like whatever kind of box that like people want to put him in, right? Like, and he's sort of like unapologetic about that, which is kind of like what I appreciate. And I like that he goes. I like that he has. He has that spirit of like ownership. That I think I appreciate, you yeah. know, like when there's that one where he goes in and he just starts telling all those morning DJs, it's like that the they're breakfast all club, like yeah, you guys work the whole breakfast club, like they're suckers for like working for the man, and like I sort of agree with them, like on the entire, like he's right, like he's he's like you guys can't get your kids jobs here, you can't like leave your family, any of this kind of stuff, you know, and like I when he talked about that. I thought there's like that old Chris Rock joke where he's like, you know, Shaq's rich, but like the the white guy that writes his check, like that guy's wealthy. Yep. You know, and it seems like like Dame Dash is on like a quest for wealth. You know what I mean? Like Jay Z's on a quest like for wealth. Yes. You know? Like they're they're just they're out they're they're out there like at a at a different level, and he's trying to he's trying to operate at that level. He's trying to like empower other people. To kind of like join him along the way, and like I appreciate that because I mean, when you relate that to comics, right? That's like the whole kind of spirit of, of Image Comics, which was like you know to kind of be your own boss. You know, like I was, I'm like right as we're doing this, like I was looking over some of the stuff like from the expo. Yes, yes, yes. right, and like that's the whole thing where it's like you don't, you know, you want to go and like just kind of start, you just do your own thing. You don't need, you don't need all these other people involved. Yeah, like oh. right. And so, if we had like a Dame Dash, like in comics, like I don't know, I think it would be helpful. It, it would be interesting to see. I think the, the closest we got modern wise to even a a what we consider like a more Dame Dash rant was back when like Kirkman kind of just like left left the big two. Just like his little manifesto was like the closest, but even then it was kind of like he wasn't like straight up sure of himself I think maybe well maybe I should say that like sometimes when I hear Rob Liefeld talk like on a podcast 
That guy's that guy's very sure of himself. Or or like or Tommy Farland, they on some like like yeah, like they need me a thousand times more since than I'll ever need them. And it's it's funny because now I don't know if it's what though, man. That's like like McFarland, right? Like like Liefeld. You're right. Like both of them, especially Liefeld, uh, have like you know an extreme confidence. And when I was talking to I was talking to Ed Pisker when I was at Heroes Con, and he was talking to me about Liefeld, and I was telling him how I thought like to me McFarland was always the guy out of that crew because like in in that res- in in the respect that you're talking about because he never went back and did yeah. for anybody else like he and he made a business like all those other guys went back and like did like stuff for DC or stuff for Marvel like like Jim just went from being like the company guy at one place to being the company guy at the other place right yeah like Eric Larson's the one who went and just kind of made his own comic, right? And he just, all he wanted to do was just make his own comic, right? And he's just kept doing that. And, like, I respect the shit out of him for, like, just doing that, right? But McFarlane made, like, a business. He made, like, an empire, man. He had a toy. He still has a toy company. He had a movie, right? TV he had that, show. <laughs> he had an HBO show. Like, that shit was hot when I was, when that was first coming out when I was a kid. Like, he... He went and made, like, the the kind of, yeah, he would be, like, the Damon Dash of the image group, I guess, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's in a business. It's, that's, that's the thing. It's just, like, I, I sit there. Because every time, like, it got, I, mean, I think maybe, like, five years ago, I just got I got sick of people just dissing the 90s. And it's just, like, yo, people still dissing the 90s. Like, either that means you quit reading comics so you're a quitter, or you really wasn't reading what was coming out. Because, honestly, when I think back, I was reading Alan Moore comics. I was reading all these dope ass comics in the nineties, and them shits was great. And I shit overall, I enjoyed the fuck out of them more than I enjoyed most of the shit that I've read in the last five years. And it's just like, like, so what do you mean this shit is trash? Like, like my goal, my gold standard of making it in comics is still the first Image Seven. Like them, them guys was getting cake. Like, why aren't you shooting for million dollar selling like million selling books? Like, why aren't you shooting for platinum plaques? Like that's the goal. Like I don't want to hear no. I only sold twenty thousand. Fuck that shit. Holler at me when I'm selling like half a million. That's what I want. That's the goal. If I ain't selling a half a million, I ain't even like. What the fuck am I doing? Like I ain't do shit yet. I ain't impact the culture yet. That's just the way I look at it. Like that's so. When I watch Dame, he be getting me hyped up. He's like, yeah, yo. Like all this grandstanding and kissing each other's ass for shit you don't own. All that bullshit. Make your make new characters. Like, why the fuck should you make new characters for Marvel and DC? You don't own them shits. What kind of stupid mentality is that? I it's 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 funny to think of like, I mean, because now it's at the point where we have like a new kind of group of creators kind of coming in, like in their early twenties and stuff, right? Who like haven't kind of had to like fight these battles maybe or to under or to understand these things you know man there's always going to be people who think like oh i want to be like the greatest guy like they're like i want to be the greatest guy that ever drew like green lantern or whatever right and that's like their whole goal but then there's people who are like i just want to make like my own thing right and then past making your own thing there's like that next level of like I'm really going to try to, like, make this thing, like, a thing, like you're talking about. You know what yeah. I mean? Half a million. And even that, like, I think the whole industry 
needs to start thinking more like that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't really talk about figure. I mean, everyone talks about sales figures and stuff, but never, no one ever really talks about it, I think, like, compared to, like, every other medium, right? So it's like, like, when you see, like, like, like them putting those Star Wars comics, like, in Loot Crate, right? That was, like, a great idea. I don't know why stuff like that doesn't happen, like, all the time. Me, me either. You know, all them crazy boxes. Like, I don't even understand why people ain't trying to, like, oh, you draw a fly comic. Maybe you put it in them, them trunk clothes where, like, dudes get the little stylus to make them dope-ass suits and shit. Like, make a make a comic about fly motherfuckers and get it put in the air. Like, just get your numbers up. Like, their numbers seem to have been sustained on those Star Wars books too, right? When you look at the figures, like they, it's like they they trunk club that thing out, right? You get like a million copies out there, right? Yeah. Those books, they only gave you one Star Wars comic, but the, like all four of those books or whatever are in the top ten still, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't really watch. I don't watch the shit that closely, but like I look at them and like I. I really like the main one. It's like the only one I read. And like, I look, I've seen the other ones and I'm like, yeah, these look good. Like, I, they, they're not, they're not like, like how, how come the dark horse ones weren't that much different than these? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. They were like, they're not the same quality. They're not crazy different. You got like the same level you're gonna of get like, right in your mouth. quality, like dark Big horse. I will slap your face and you feel better real good for all my fans. Any time, any work they want. Oh, I just get so sick down inside and make me want to screw up just thinking about how bad I would like to slap your face. I would slap your face in the presence of your count. It was a concocted tale that was convoluted Lawmen and prosecutors heavily armed to shoot it A storyboard that was rough and rugged and filled with splinters Courtroom colder than the Alaskan winter A wild dog bit the extended hand Exposed the secret world of a tormented man Damn, in this world, loose tongues and cut with razors Something major inside the darkest corners of twisted behavior The lowest and hottest places on earth Large pools of sulfuric acid marks the turf Giant land masses that pull away Crack in the crust, no trust, and the killers are willing to pay. Eruptions for years in lakes of lava, huge dome of rock on the block that's from the plaza. The youth has ways, to the it keeps the inventing ways from keeping people from giving it its money. Like, every time I want to, like, like, give comics my money, there's some kind of a hurdle in some way, shape, or form, right? Like, if I go to a store, then it's a, if it's a shitty, if I can find a place, then it's a shitty store, and I don't know what I'm looking for, but they're sold out of it, and now I'm just kind of up shit creep, right? I'm either like buying it digitally, a bunch of different apps, or like I'm trying to like order it like off the internet or something like that. But it's like, you put it like in that trunk club thing, man. Like Marvel had that thing, they were doing their own box with, with that toy company. I still think they are, because I saw people got Ant Man boxes. So I'm guessing they're still doing it. And I don't know, is the comics put in there? Like, I, I'm I'm still confused. Like, I, I don't know, understand why they don't do that more often. Yeah, there's a comic in the first one. It's a great idea, man. Like, look, I'm in total favor of, like, getting this stuff to as many people in as many different ways as you can. And cheap, cheaply, like, 
that that's the thing, man. Like like digital is where, like I don't think you're ever going to sell like a huge amount of anything anymore. But I think you can come in. I just saw we were looking. I was looking at the Image Expo thing, right? Private Eye, the Brian Vaughn thing. Did you ever read that? Oh yeah, I bought all the issues, so like I, I was, was surprised. Like, that was like my favorite thing, right? And like any time I talk to people outside of comics, we meet people all the time. Like I'm meeting all these people through my girls' like school or whatever. They're like, oh, I read. I've only ever read Sandman. Like, what do I read? Or I've read Why the Last Man. Or I've read Saga. It's like the main. Those yeah. are you hear from like people. And I always tell them about, like, Private Eye. And I'm like, look, you don't need to know anything about, like, buying a comic online. You can just go, pay what you want. They give you a PDF. Everyone knows what a PDF is. Like, and it's so good. It's so good. I like this so much. And, like, now it's going to be, like, a book, finally. And there's just, like, no more kind of excuse for it. But I'm going to be – I would be curious to see, like, what their digital numbers are. Because I think the numbers that you're talking about hitting – I think you could hit those digitally. Yeah. With something you own. Like, I don't think you're going to hit those kinds of figures like they hit in the 90s anymore because you, you just don't have as many comic book shops. And I don't know, like, if you, like, what would your numbers be if you combined, like, your digital sales plus your... Yeah, that's that's the way I think. I'm, like, like the fact that people still think about shit in a print model when everything else, every other medium of entertainment doesn't, like... Like when motherfuckers, like when when songs hit the hot 100, that shit is a combination of YouTube views, Spotify plays, Pandora plays, radio plays, like like it's everything. So like when I'm if I want to sell a, like half a million joints, I don't care just about books. Why that's that's small thinking. Like why people thinking so fucking small? Like I'm thinking about the world. Like yeah, I'm expecting people reading this shit on phones, iPads, watches. Kindle fires like I want that shit to be read on everything. They have all the analytics for it because it's it's easy. The technology isn't even expensive anymore. And and back to another thing you'd want, another thing that Private Eye had that I don't know if I've seen anywhere else is they had it in different languages. Like yes, from the jump, like, and I think that's probably a product of working with like a, a European creator, right? And you want to just, but like you should, but you think about that and you're like. They make the kinds of comics like when you go to Europe, right? You go to European comic shops and shit. They like the kinds of American comics that that I like, which is like not, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't, I, I don't really love Lantern comics. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're not, they're not like Green Lantern comics. Don't look like they're huge in, in at least the European comic shops that I went to. But something like. Some like Wide Last Man, all the Vertigo books, man. You want to see gorgeous books? You go to Europe and you look at Vertigo books there. Oh, really? Oh, That's dude, how beautiful they made. At one point, they like before DC started making like those, those kind of like deluxe edition hardcovers. Yeah. Coolest editions of stuff that you would see was like in Europe. Like I remember seeing they did hundred bullets hardcovers before America did, and they put them in a briefcase. With like the hand logo on it and shit like what? that, like the Evil Thirteen family crest there, it was incredible looking. And it's like that's I don't know, man. Like when you're working in a medium that has like just a physical medium, like books, right? Like we're gonna talk about print comics. You gotta come with something that's substantial looking now. I think like because those are the kind of books that I buy. Those are the kinds of books that I like. 
you know, I I think that, that that's working in the market. Right? You see now, like Invisible's like hardcover. It's like a you know, like it looks it looks like a Bible. It's huge. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. like in trade paperbacks in one giant thing. Like you know, I think I think people are into these deluxe editions. And in the way that like in the way that like ten years ago, people were like, oh, I'm waiting for the trade, right? Like I think now, like people want like nice hard covers and stuff. It's even in in these uh, in in like Southern Bastards, which I work on, right? We put out those trades like quickly and cheaply, because I think the trade is basically like the new single issue, and then it feels like it. it and feels now like it. we're into. Now I'm working on designing like a nice hardcover of like the first two trades, you know, like eight issues. Oh yeah, yeah, because you guys do eight to four issue arcs, right? Exactly. But I think that having it like cheap, because we were talking about this at Heroes. Um, I was late to the fucking panel. Grown ass man, mine from a trash can. And he kept his rhymes as in line as a task cam. Whoops, like a flashbang, crashes a Zan van. Made it with the stash cash and his black ass hand. Bring on the last man standing, he can hang. Did the shangalang, then caught him, kabang. Drone flown past, blam, ping on the dash cam. Known as a king who drew rings on a mass scam. Overthrow a vast plan, shown on mass fam. Rocking like a sun splash jam. She had the color can, first place on the can can bandstand. Face like Ann Landers, ass. My man, man, man Better than a batch of tan brand from Pakistan Don't get smacked with the practice hand Not one to grandstand Get it on a logo gram Ampersand handstand Gas can Gas can Gas can Gas can For every super menace There seems to be A superhero To rise in fearless challenge I'm in the mosh pit Wilding with golf chicks Fire and desire Call it water for chocolate The spark in the darkness Oh yeah, I was late to to be on the panel, so I just kind of like politely kind of sat in the back and listened. And like people seem to be responding to like the the quick trade, the quick cheap trade kind of model, you know. And I think that like Saga's doing like a similar thing. Like it just it seems to be sort of moving that way. So in that direction, I think two things. It's like one, the, what you think about in terms of units is completely different. Right, and then two, like I think it, it it makes the single issue even kind of more obsolete. So you really almost shouldn't even be talking about it. You know, I saw a thing recently where um, what's his name, Gillen was talking about like he had a post that I saw like on Tumblr. He was talking about like here's how much of we sell of Wicked and Divine. He's like, but we sell like a shit ton of trade paperbacks. Yeah. He's like, and that's where we're making our money. Right, so even when you think about numbers and stuff like that now, I think you have to like we're at this point now where there's so many things to think about beyond just like these flimsy copies of things. It seems to be like they're a loss leader, but also gives more credence if more people are just jumping on the trades, which is like what let's say eighty issues a story real quick at a time, it gives more credence to like the web comics model. Where people got hot and then didn't release a joint until later with a rack of shit. Yeah, so they weren't they weren't selling shit, and then they put out a book and they sold a gang of books. They took I, those L's early. 
You're right. Like, and, and that's sort of what Private Eye did. And they just sort of monetized it like along the way. Right. And then yeah. work towards this eventual book. Because if you talk to some of these, if you talk to some image people, they don't make any money off the single issues. Like I've talked to image people, their books in the top 100. Right. And they're not making any money off the single issue. They're only trying to get to the trade to, to make money off the trade. Like that's the goal. Yeah, and then so I, it, to me, it's like if you're gonna do that, why are you even like fucking around? If, if, why are you even fucking around with single issue comics then? Right? Yeah, like why are you why are you feeding this beast? You should just be of the comic book store. Like nothing against the comic book store, but it, it's not making you any money, and they're in it for money. You're... Everybody else is in it for money. Why shouldn't you also be in it for money? You just put out the trade, or you just put out the book as a volume. You're never gonna get. What you're looking to do, I think, is like an unknown or relatively unknown image creator. If you're not someone who migrated from the big two, right, then what you're looking to do is just to get as many eyes on your book as possible. So if you're looking to do that, then you need to do – to me, I think you have to do that digitally. I think, yeah. like, I think that's where the new readers are. I don't think, I don't think the new – because let's, let's say that like, no one's heard of you. you got like some like eight-issue thing that you're going to do like through image – you know, maybe you get on at the expo, maybe you don't. Now you're going to be in comic shops. You're going to be in like, I don't know, how many of those comic shops are going to stock your book, right? They're only going to buy like a couple copies. Like you're not. And then someone finds out about you like a couple weeks later, they go to that shop and they don't, they're out of your book, right? Like the only, like to me, like it just, it makes sense to do it digitally. And then if you are going to make single issues, you got to try to make like, you got to try to make like something worth buying the single issue for because at this point like they're so expensive like you like I can't it seems just difficult to justify so you want to feel like you're getting something for your money I feel like you know what I mean and like that, like that's a thing that's another thing you can do with image that's the thing like we're working on Paper Girls and like Cliff and I've been going back and forth all week because we're, we're I'm designing like we're working out the interior designs. And so we're trying to figure out like, you know, how much stuff can we fit in this to make this kind of like worthwhile and look interesting. Cause there's no one telling us like where the ads can go. If we even have to have ads, like we can just yeah. make whatever we want. Right. So you, you have to make like something beautiful. Otherwise, like there's just no, there's no point. There's no reason for a person to go pick up the book. You have to think about, Every print object is a physical object, like a piece of art in and of itself to get people even purchase it because like shoot last night, I think Comicology put up a new a image new series sale, so like all the new hot books, all the issues was was ninety nine cent like real talk, why am I gonna go to a comic book store and buy a paper yeah, comic yeah. when I the sat in my bed, that's all my verb slang what. You heard me? Yeah. Yo, go yo, ahead. let's go. More rings than Mario Welly, rockin' the Pelly. On Bond Street, ordering salmon, only the belly. Peace to Toro, all my niggas Warlow. Fuckin' with raw blow, never go to war slow. Shit, I'm known for rockin' so collectibles. Hardcore gutter, my style straight out the festivals. Now we at festivals, throw the crowd vegetables. Lookin' fly on stage, rappin' our testicles. Four color camo, full clip, don't need ammo. Shootin' with a broken strap like a ripped sandal. Cop whips and crash em, pop guns and blast em. Make cracks and stash em, come through and splash em. Nigga, act 
Michael Wallace, my style is all fashion. Now biodegradable team, we all lasting. Used to get homesick, now I'm getting sick of home. So I breeze OT, getting some different dome. International on these niggas, man. Respect the fly. Yeah, that's not that's the world we live in. And like we 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 and the the problem is is that like the companies wanna like protect the retailer. But it's like, I don't know, man, I think it's like one of those natural selection things. I'm sure CD stores wanted some protection too, right? And it, it's yeah, just... And they didn't help them. And music industry didn't give a fuck about them. No. And, and like, I think that, like, if you're a good... Look at, man, no one likes a good comic shop more than I do. But my entire life, it, even when I lived in New York City, there's nothing but comic shops. Like, most of them are shitty. There's only, like, two or three that were actually worth, like, oh, I can actually go here. Like, I like going here. The guy knows me. They pull my books. You know, I'm on a list. It's not full of weirdos. <laughs> yeah, and I think the really good shops who build, like, a culture. Yeah. Who build, like, a, a atmosphere, who build, who are nice, who don't make people feel uncomfortable, who sell good product. Mm-hmm. They'll survive. Just like vinyl record stores, there's good ones. They survive, and then you can still go in them and buy some goddamn records. Yeah, same thing. Same thing at this point with like just bookstores in general, right? Like all those big chain places went out of business. You still have bookstores, and they have like a like a like a culture and a feel. Yeah, they're a thing, and like we just kind of need like to accept that, and we just need to think of you know we need to stop thinking about like it's it's fine to to have these things, but I don't think we should like not have digital in service of like protecting this other stuff because it's really about expanding the amount of people that read this stuff and in order to do that like it's got to be cheap because like i think most people try out anything for a dollar yeah and it also needs to just be available and you can't get more available than your phone like it's the, it's the fact that people just for me they rebel against technology off this basis of nostalgia of a nostalgia for a life or a way of growing up that actually not everybody had. Like, you've gotten rid of the newsstand. Like, that's how I grew up reading comics. I go to the grocery store and buy comics. I didn't grow up in a comic book store. I don't have this weird nostalgia dream place of, like, I love going to the comic book store and spending time and going through the long boxes. That shit was, like, a once, maybe every two, one, it's a two, every two years thing. Like, I went to the corner store, bought a comic, Go to the arcade. I miss arcades a thousand times when oh. I was a comic book store. So I can't I can't imagine like I'm, I miss arcades like you wouldn't believe. There's one around here that's like pretty good, but it is nothing compared to that Chinatown joint. Once I found that place, man, like I lived in the city for years before I found that place, and because I just didn't think it existed. Yeah, that that arcade was oh. that was a special little spot. That was. Yeah, that's like some shit somebody need to make a movie about in like 10 years. (laughs) Some kids made like a documentary about like the night it closed. I remember seeing like a, like an ad on YouTube, but yeah, the China Fair, Chinatown Arcade, man, like that place, just there was that old man that sat in the back smoking cigarettes and you could definitely not smoke in there. Yeah. (laughs) It's like an old Chinese guy who wouldn't even talk to me in English. I don't even think he spoke English. If he did, like I would have done like him. I would have never spoken to me. Um, and just whoop my ass the way he did. He was amazing. It's a whole secret. Yeah. Oh, like, so it's like, and, and you just think about that. 
games move the fuck on from that yeah. shit here. Like, yeah, I know in Japan they still got arcades, and that shit is a little bit different. They got like the pachinko things and the car base. Ar- that's a whole yeah, different also, culture. Also, but... some anger by the truckload. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, but here, nobody gives a fuck about an arcade. At the, at the most, you have fucking Dave and Buster's. And they selling the commercials about you could play Mario Kart arcade and buy a cheeseburger and get some drink. Son, That's an arcade. I got, I got in a long conversation with someone at Heroes Con about buying a machine. What, like an arcade machine? Yeah, they own like this dude owned a um, a Marvel Capcom two machine. Mm, that's my dream right there. And yeah, and I was like, tell me. All the pros and cons of owning an arcade. Like, we have a lot of space down here. Like, I could do it down here. But then, like, I don't know where we're going after here. Yeah, it's moving that bitch is the problem. Like, Ugh. There's, like, there's a place, maybe it's, like, an hour drive that sells machines. I just kind of want to go and, like, walk around. Dude, there was, there's been so many times that I've not been in a place that I have could have bought some shit. And I, I seriously regret that I didn't. It was one time I could have bought, like... Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for $200. And I was like 23. I didn't really have $200 to spend. But thinking back, it's like, I should have bought that shit. Took it to my parents' house and just dealt with the repercussions. Because I would have that shit to this day. Invite people over, like, who the fuck else got Michael Jackson's Moonwalker arcade machine? You don't stunt on everybody. <laughs> You're right. No, in high school, they were selling the. Um... The Capcom, the Capcom Punisher Nick Fury game. Mm, that was my shit. I love that game. And they were selling it for like 600 bucks, but I was like a high school kid. I probably could have like, I don't know, worked something out, but, you know, I'd pay for gas and shit. I had a job. I didn't have like a $600. Yeah. I didn't have $600 buying an arcade machine kind of job. There's only a few joints I really want in, in them, them Capcom Marvel games. Personally, if I ever got big, I would make a secret underground speakeasy arcade like some little fucking fighting game arcade that you have to like say a code word and shit and motherfucker would pass that shit through the internet it's like oh we gotta go to DC and find this this spot of just nothing but Capcom fighting games SNK fighting games <laughs> Tekken Virtual Fighter just, just like just go in there just 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 live that's so basically time. what that Chinatown arcade turned into but really yeah, there was. I don't know how I found out about it. Again, someone told me about it. Like, they moved it out to this building way out in Brooklyn. Like, you had to walk. Like, you'd take like the Q train to like, like the like way out, like almost to Coney Island, mm. and then you'd get out and you had to walk like twenty minutes through this neighborhood. You were like way out in the middle of nowhere. Like, not even near the edges. Like, just central, and then. It was just a building, and it had like a first floor, like what was probably once like a like a business or something. And they had gutted it, and they just blacked out the windows. And they had our they had a couple machines, but it was mostly just tables and Xboxes with arcade sticks hooked up to them. And it was like half set up when I went. There. It looked like a low rent version of like the Foot Clan lair, like in the first Ninja Turtle movie, <laughs> like. Like this. Which is also a dream idea to have a place set up, like because I still watch that movie. It's like, yo, the Foot Clan had a dope spot. <laughs> yeah, how would you not? Come on, man! Like you're a kid, right? And you go to that island, you find that place, and they go, "Look, man, there's people doing karate in the back." <laughs> I know, right? 
Like it's like an early Fight Club like kind of thing. It would be hard. It would be tempting to join the Foot Clan. Like, yeah, for real. He's like, ooh, they might be robbing people, but yo, this is dope. They got nothing but video games. They got skateboard, skate ranks in the freaking crib. They got ninjas walking around. It's like everything you would want. <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I don't know. I've been thinking about that movie a lot because, like, that's sort of how um, it's sort of how like I've mentally kind of compartmentalized like our time here in the South is like I look and I think they filmed all the all the scenes in the uh, the farmhouse. The farmhouse. In, in, in I think they're all filmed here in like North Carolina somewhere. Um, but that's kind of how I started looking at it down here. I'm like, this is like. Like my retreat from the city in like the farmhouse for a little bit. Like so the foot, the foot won for a second. I just gotta rebuild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no one's, no one's half dead in the bathtub. But like, you know, I don't know. I probably have to have like a vision quest in the backyard or something before I leave here. Like, Do some meditation, yo. <laughs> I build a fire out like in the middle of where I'm trying to make this grass. Like. <laughs> so yeah, didn't um. Are you working on a new um, Jason Aaron book? Are you lettering that? I'm working on the Goddamned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the, that's what I was talking. I was God, talking about. Goddamned. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Goddamned. Um, yeah, it it looks it's crazy. It's like murder. It's murder Bible comics, basically. Whoa! See, that, it looked heavy. I was like that. I think that was the book Jared was telling me about, and that's a dope logo. That looks ominous as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it, like when they did the preview one, because I was looking online, like I saw that we had like like the sketch version went out for the preview one, but the posters they were giving away has like the final, the final kind of design on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks great, man. We're still, I haven't lettered it yet because they're building a um, they're building a custom font to match mm. to match dude's hand lettering. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like I've I've talked to Gara on Skype a couple times. He's like an intense dude, but he uh he knows exactly what he wants and he's clearly very talented. I mean, like most people have seen Scalp, like it was beautiful looking. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'd say this this just is like because uh, I tried to watch that Noah movie. You do movie reviews. I couldn't make it more. I think we made it through like 15 minutes maybe. Oh, you got it. I, I think you got to give it another shot. It's it's crazy, yet just as crazy. And people might think this is ba- as blasphemous. To me, it fits the source material. It is bananas. And really, when you read the Bible, especially the Old Testament... There's some bananas level stuff to be happening in that shit. The Rock Angel shit put me. I thought I was watching Final Fantasy or some shit, but it happened to be Noah's Ark. I was like, ah, this is crazy. See, the idea was cool, but I just thought they looked like shit. Like it just kind of. I'm an Aronofsky fan, man. I remember seeing Pie like in the college movie theater, like when that shit came out. Oh yeah, that like, shit was dope. I, I like. I, I'm a fan of his movies. Like I worked on the Fountain book. That he did like when like way before that movie came out. Yeah, he's a he's a. I like his stuff. I like his movies, man. But I we just couldn't make it through more than like fifteen. Like I like the idea of the rock people. It just kind of like it was shittily animated, and I was like, I get it. You're making like superhero Bible comic, but I just didn't. I don't know. We just weren't. We just weren't feeling it. I will give it another shot on your recommendation, but like I would say that the goddamn. Not that I would say it's more like 
the first issue, it's more like it's it's like Tor, but with swearing and murder. Hmm. Like it's just it's more like dudes just kind of like sparsely dressed. There's a lot of like naked dick. Um, there's like a lot of like stone weapons and just dudes getting like bludgeoned. So it's like Old Testament. Kind it of. is like Old Testament. It's like dudes just like beating on each other, like murdering people. Mm. I believe there's there's a great there's a great caption or something where it says like um this is like like the guy who invented murder, which I thought was like a great line. It was just like it's in the it's in the preview. We made a preview okay. I think we're running a preview in um Entertainment Weekly. Oh, oh, okay. And then that's, that's a catch right there. Yeah, and then I don't know, they were doing the posters at the expo and I think I think like the pre- yeah, the preview's gonna run on Entertainment Weekly. But yeah, like look out for like the preview will show it to you. It's like a good like six pages. But all I've seen like all the color and like it's it's beautiful looking man. It's really it's pretty. It's just like sandy desert, just murder, just gorgeous kind of European style, you know, and, I, and I've talked to Gary, like it's got it's got beautiful storytelling, man. We got like nice colors and you know, I'm trying to do like some hot design stuff. I want to have like, you know, it's like, it's a lot of bones. Like if you look at the poster, it's all right there. It's like yeah. bones, there's heads, there's desert, there's big skies, you know, it has that Mobius big sky. Kind of thing. That huge, that huge freaking thing. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, I was, I was basically watching the expo pop up on social media cause I was, you know, work was kicking my ass this week. So I was having to see it cause you know, I wanted to check up. Because I knew he was working on something that was going to get announced. I knew about Ron's shit because, yeah, you know. Ron's, both of Ron's things look exciting. Yeah. Like, that that jumped out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've de- I had the bonus of of knowing about it before since, you know, we're close. And I was like, I'm glad to see everybody seeing those, all these things pop up. Like, I'm just, like, happy. So, and I was like, oh, the goddamn, like, oh, that shit look hard. That shit look hard as fuck. Like, and- I got to put that on my list. <laughs> The thing, the thing that I like about it is that like we're we're coming out in November, you know. It's like announced. It comes out this year. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Like we're, you know what I mean? Like it's it's announced. It's coming out. Like I like that. I like that everybody at the expo this time uh, followed Cliff's lead and had like a like a wide like a widescreen image. Mm-hmm. Expo, like he was the only one that did. It. Like everyone else had the cover, and it was like so everything just looked like. I don't know, everything looks sharp coming out of that expo. A lot of, like, good-looking... A lot of good-looking books, man. And, like, and it's good to see that, like, a lot of it is, like, coming out soon, you know? Goddamn comes out soon. Paper Girls comes out soon. I know we're running a preview for that. I think maybe an Entertainment Weekly as well for Paper Girls. But I mean, we're coming out in the fall with that. That, and then, that sounds interesting. How are these... I guess this is real inside baseball, but, like, how are... Like I understand why DC has shit in Entertainment Weekly. There's a certain level of they're all part of the same motherfucking company, and I get why Marvel they got the, the butt. But I was just interested, like how are, I guess these creators are that big enough they're able to like send them an email or something to be like, yo, we got this new book coming out. You want to know about? It? You want to do a preview? Like I don't even like it's just that's part of the game that I don't think is ever talked about. Ever the marketing, the marketing, especially from an independent point of getting to the level that get people to know about your shit. People want to talk about like 
yeah, this is what brushes I use. I use Manga Studio, or <laughs> I write this, and then like I take an L on the books, and I gotta find a way to pay. Like, nah, nah, fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can find ways to get money to pay for your books. If you know about art, you know how to fucking use Photoshop. You get some Kyle Webster brushes, or you buy Manga Studio. You kill the shit. The marketing, the people never want to really share the secrets of getting the book out. Dealing with Diamond, marketing the book, putting your shit online, getting your shit in the comicsology, like all like actually all the shit you do with design and, and lettering, and that shit that bothers me because it's just like it keeps it's, it keeps it keeps comics more clickish. Like if I was to make beats, I can go watch documentaries or documentaries. I can read anything. I know what fucking drum kits to get to make a DJ mustard beat. Like I just know It's just easy to find out How to figure out How people make beats You can find out How people make movies From watching like Every freaking Director's commentary ever And read some books Like why the fuck Like yeah This is like a crazy tangent But it just got me You were talking about like People previewing shit Entertainment Weekly It was like How the fuck are they doing this Like Who's in connect Like How is this shit happening It just It astounds me <laughs> like, like I don't know Slow down, baby. I'm out here wildin'. Uh, better slow down, baby. Shit is crazy. You need to slow down, baby. My whole team catch them low down, baby. I'm a hero in my hometown, baby. Stop talking, just go down, baby. Shit on my chest, shoot colors like a Care Bear. All year, see me tan, hopping out the van. You wasn't there, now you trying to show face. Fuck around, be a cold case. Chrome skates on an old day. Remote control chains, promote dope for the veins. Poke chase, hoes and rose lay. East stakes off a gold plate. Stone listening to Coldplay Shit, you need to slow down, baby My whole team catch them low down, baby I'm a hero in my I think, I think it's all I don't know who Like the image marketing person is But It's gotta be someone with them I would say I would say to you if you wanna learn more about it There's a dude named David Hyde On Twitter Okay he used to be the marketing guy at DC, and now he's like, he's a marketing guy. Um, he's like freelance, but he's a marketing guy. It's the way I understand it, Dark Horse is freelancing a good chunk of their marketing to him. Um, I know that like, I'm like Oni like has an. I know that Oni has a new marketing person. Like they had a guy. Um, you're right though. It's like it's it's an often not talked about thing. Because there's only like a few people, and there's only like a few people sort of like understand it, and then yeah, it's it's like a thing where I think with image, it's like they just have a person that deals with it. I'd imagine that like there's just a person that they have that like just deals with that directly. But I think that like like guys like David Hyde, like they sell their services like to get you that kind of access. Yeah. Or there's people I think they're like big enough. Well, then kind of like just do it on their own, right? Like I imagine that Grant Morrison has like... Yeah, he don't need that help. Like, yeah, but I mean, there's like other people that... You know what I mean? Like if you just... If you just like... I'm sure everyone wants to have like their, you know, preview thing in Entertainment Weekly. I only know that there's like... I only know of like the ones that I worked on, you know? Yeah. Like I know there's an image preview book 
I think that they're giving away at the expo, maybe, which seems like a good idea, right? Like, I think, yeah, I think when you like, I like the idea they're selling the posters there. Like, I, I like that the expo seems to be getting like better and better. Like, they need to make it where like there should be books that are like ready, like right there. You know, like I'm glad that stuff is like coming out because like when we you know we announced Paper Girls like back in in um in the winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the last expo, which I think was like when in January or whatever. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was like six months ago at least. Yeah. And like like now like now we're coming out and like goddamn is like you know, we're announcing now and like now we're coming out like at the same time or whatever. Like I think it's good to have stuff that's like like I'm excited about Ron's thing, but like like I don't know like how far along he is like with any of that kind of stuff. Like I always I like the idea of just kinda like holding this stuff until it's like it's ready to go and like boom, like we're gonna announce it and like it's gonna be available. You know what I mean? Like Apple, like Apple tells you something, and there's like three months. Maybe you gotta wait, right? They're not like, oh, this is maybe gonna come out. You know, there's people that come back like every year to be like, oh, this thing's still coming out. You know, and like it's like, all right, like, but then there's stuff where it's like, oh, this is coming out like right away. You know, I we gotta like, that's like a comics marketing thing. You know, like I I think even though there are like, there is like comics marketing and comics marketing people like we're kind of watching it like unfold like slowly now like we're watching it like sort of grow and try to be like a thing right like these guys are trying to have like a san diego before san diego yeah right and they're trying to do it like better and cleaner and like just comics and like you gotta gotta grow that thing right there's no there's no like multi-million dollar corporation putting this thing on you know yeah like this is still this is still image comics you know what i mean yeah, you're still like like where they're making the money from the kids to do to do these events that are so well put together. It's it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see that they're not that no one's tried to copy them because usually in in business and in especially creative things, whatever is successful is then instantly copied. Like I don't think you can copy like freedom, right? <laughs> That's basically. It's basically what it is, right? Because what they offer you, what they're offering you is like all the things that, that you're saying like no one talks about. And I think maybe one of the reasons that no one talks about it is because they don't know how it works, right? Like, and then they only, they only know to try like, they only know to try like things that, that seem like they could work. And then that's, that's just the whole, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's things that I, I, I think, like, like marketing is, is like that loot crate idea, right? Like, that's marketing. Yeah. You know, like, who, who, like, hooks, like, that whole thing up? Because it's a, it's a good idea. It's like a- yeah, like, was that loot crate? Because I know they did it first with Rocket Raccoon. So was it the thing that Marvel reached out to them? Or did they reach out to Marvel? And then after the first time was pretty successful, they were like, Marvel's like, let's put Star Wars up in there. Yeah, either way, yeah. It's, it's, it's marketing. You know, they probably, maybe they have access to, like, that, that Disney marketing machine. I mean, I have, I have no idea. Yeah who, yeah, who knows? That's always been, like, the biggest problem with this industry, like, is, is, like, how do we get this stuff, like, into people's hands, you know? I think we do it cheaply, and we do it, you know, we get, we get kids when they were, when they were young, like, like, Archie, right? Like, we're, we're talking about, like, marketing, like, they yeah. a marketing blunder with their Kickstarter thing, um, trying to sell like you know strange maybe pervert comics like to i don't know who you know yeah because it was was it who it was adam hughes was doing betty and veronica which they look like they look like teenage girls they look like 
And you know, I like Adam Hughes' artwork, but yo, he was drawing grown ass sexy women. He was drawing like to me what I was saw, I saw like twenty seven, twenty eight year old like bombshell swimsuit model slash like girl next door porn stars. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like I don't see them as girls going to fucking algebra class getting mad because Archie um didn't like the Instagram post or he replied they snap on Snapchat or some shit. Like I don't like I don't see that when I was looking at that. Like I don't like that didn't look like a T comic to me at all. So he draws very well, but he draws a specific thing that caters like to a specific person, right? Like most, you talk to any dude that like draws comics and they'll all tell you that like at some point they've had some guy come up to them and he wants to pay them money to draw like a perverted like Betty and Veronica thing, right? There's like a market out there of like perverts like who want to pay for like, oh, like, like Betty and Veronica, like kind of like sexually drawn as like 28 year old women and not like the kind of more wholesome fare of which the brand is known for, right? And so I think... When you have something like, I think ultimately, like what something like that Kickstarter shows, right? When you see it with either Archie or these other companies that are like way more lucrative, right? Like EA's got money, right? Like who who is it that wants to like get the Kickstarter for Shenmue 3, right? Like whoever that is has money. But like I think it's the same thing with both of them. I think it when you see these companies doing it, I think it shows a lack of, I think it shows a lack of, um, of like commitment to the material that they're peddling. And they're yeah. more like, oh, we don't know if there's a market for this. It's been a long time since Shenmue. Let's see how many people like want to support something like this. I know. Just like if right? you have a problem with that, why don't you just re- release it in chapters and like make it cheap for digital debt? Like like I don't I don't understand why Sony is hitting people with the pre order on the on the Kickstarter, because then you're gonna come out the game and you're gonna have GameStop gonna have them pre orders. Amazon gonna have them pre orders. So I was like, you you like yo, you double dipping. Like you double, triple, quadruple dipping. It's like I don't I can't fuck with you on that. I, like, I think in the case of Archie, they just don't have the money to take a bath on like if these books don't work. Right? Yeah. So they're like, oh, there are people who will buy like those kinds of things, but is that enough of them? Is that the direction that you want to go in is that like, I would argue that most of the people they pick like Fiona Staples, like just have her just draw like normal Archie comics. Like just, just sell Archie comics, like drawn by Fiona Staples. Like you shouldn't have to have a Kickstarter, but that's a good idea. Like why, why not just make like a, like a Jughead miniseries or something like that. There's nothing saying that like all your stuff has to has to look like like Dan DiCarlo is still drawn in. And I, yeah. I, dude, I love me some Dan DiCarlo. But, you know, you could still do, like, kind of all-ages stuff. But when you do, like, those Adam Hughes things or some of the other stuff that they were showing, it, like, that, that doesn't, that betrays your kind of brand. And I think that you're just sort of, like, peddling to, like, a lower denominator, maybe. But, like, Archie Comics are supposed to be for, like, you know, kids. Like, I, like, I was in a comic shop... You and I were talking about this. Like, I was in a comic shop and there was a kid. He was like maybe nine, ten. He was with his dad who had like all full sleeve tattoos and neck tattoos. And we we're like at a good comic shop. Uh, it, it was the Chapel Hill Comics, and the kid wanted like Archie versus Predator or whatever. And I was, oh yeah. 
Because, I, yeah, I was chuckling because I was like, oh, who would buy that? I'm like, oh, th- that kid would buy that. That's awesome. Like, I'm glad that that thing is, like, out there for that kid. And the dad was like, oh, it was, like, too violent. And I was like, what? I was like, nah, now you've just got a thing that, like, not even, like, these kids who you like, your core audience can can buy. Because, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think there's that many, like, 30-somethings that are going to be buying, like, Archie comics. Just have Fiona Staples and Mark Wade like, make normal Archie comics. And yeah, I don't I don't so, understand the rebooting or like the renumbering. It's like, yo, when I see Archie comics is when I'm going to shop and buy groceries. Yeah. The last thing I give a fuck about is a number. Like, is Archie that's just right next to the goddamn soap opera digest and and whatever the fuck else I'm seeing above the candy next to the fucking Slim Jims and shit. Like, hey. batteries. Like, I don't give a fuck about what number Archie's on. It's like, oh, it's right there. There's a new Archie out. Like, that's... If I had kids, yo, yo, if I had kids, I would just like, yo, y'all gonna get these Archies, and y'all gonna chill here for, like, the next couple of days on these Archie comics, but... I've seen kids doing exactly that, and that's that's what they're there for. That's what they're supposed... It, it feels like they're trying to, like, play this other game that I think, like, that they're not maybe appropriate for like they like we need archie comics to be archie comics i understand that they're not like it's not super lucrative to be archie comics but i would say that like like what we were talking about like marketing right we need to get just more archie comics has like they're still in the grocery store and stuff man i see it because i go to normal grocery stores now yeah i i see them there good ass sitting there chilling just yeah, like man. yo they're in libraries and stuff like that. They're important, man. Like, Archie, like they need to be in, in more grocery stores and more places. Like, like they're Archie, man. They, they're like a brand. You know, I don't, I don't need to be – I don't know. I guess if you want to support, like, you know, jugged up, like, Betty and Veronica comics, like, go for it. Like, that's what – and maybe they're saying, like, that's what they have the Kickstarter for. But it just doesn't – it seems out of their lane. They should be in their lane, like, doing what they need to do. Cause that kid wouldn't let his, that kid's dad wouldn't let him buy Archie versus Predator. So I'm just like, what the, you know? It's like the equivalent with Archie comics is to me is the same thing I think of when I turned on like Nickelodeon or like any night or especially on Saturday night when they show their little sitcoms or even Disney Channel when they show their little sitcoms, which are essentially TGIF sitcoms. Some shit that like yo, I could probably watch it. I could be entertained. You can have a five-year-old that can watch it be entertained. You can have a 10-year-old watch it be entertained. You can have, like, a 15-year-old watch it be entertained. Like, everybody can just sit down. It's not going to be too crazy. It don't even need to be too deep. It's just some good entertaining shit. Hey, everything else, when you try to, like, move out of your box, move out of your lane, you start, to me, you start fucking up the core. And, and, and people was like, well, the story might warrant this. It's like, what? yeah, but the reason why things last is because there was a certain... They solidify to a certain thing, and, and that thing really isn't broken. And like, why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? Like, you good? Like, where if you take this away, you won't have nothing there. So what you're going to do is you're going to probably fuck up the whole because it's like the kids just won't really fuck with it because they got nothing for them now. I don't see nothing. Well, the comics really a lot for a lot of kids in the store in the book market though. Like all them joints the girls make. Like women make for girls, it was popping. Yeah, there's no good like unisex comics for both. 
And little boys really ain't got shit. Like to be quite honest, I gotta keep it hundred. No, little boy. Look, I got a friend who's working on like a little boys like like graphic novel. Like I only and we've been talking about marketing, right? Because he's been trying to like he's trying to shop it to a couple places, and it's like all those places like Scholastic and for a second they make graphic novels for girls. They don't make nothing that fucks with like little boys, right? Like kids that are like fifth grade, sixth grade, you know, like. Even younger than that, probably. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, like fourth, like maybe like third to like sixth, seventh grade is the money shit. Yeah, right. There's kids in that. There's little boys in that slot where it's like you get them reading comics, but there's not a lot. That I think that's why manga was so popular was because it was it was available to a generation of of girls. Like they made stuff for girls because the American market didn't, right? Yeah. And it's like most women comic people you meet of a certain age bracket like they all they're all manga fans um i'm a manga fan i like manga and now you've got like a whole new kind of generation of kids right like we were talking before like like naruto and you know replaces like like the dragon ball z kind of generation like seven moon kind of keeps coming back right um yeah you you've got you got you gotta be lame, man. It's like there's nothing really wrong with that lane. It's just like no, I like things. that lane. You need that lane. We need yeah. We need more things in that lane, like for for young boys, because that's when you get kids like to you get kids into reading and you get kids reading these 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 comics and they can read like other different kinds of comics, right? But you need need more books for like those younger kids and like I see I see like Oni Press makes those books, right? Like Zach Gorman had like that uh, costume candy kind of book. That shit was gorgeous. Um, I think Boom has like the kid stuff, but a lot of it's kind of like licensed stuff. And I think, like, I think kids see through that stuff. I think they, at least when I was a kid, I didn't want to read like licensed books. I want to read like things that. Yeah, the real <laughs> shit. Except for, I think it's weird because it's like we don't got that 80s shit. Because remember the 80s? Like, G.I. Joe comic books was the truth. Like, Transformers comic books was the truth. Even back in the 90s, like, Ninja Turtle comics, either one. Like, the, I used to read the fuck out of the Archie joints. This is like. Them shit was just good. Like, there was that time when, like, Raphael just had the all-black suit on. I was like, like, I wish that shit was in the cartoon or the video games. And what is happening? You're right. Like, you had, yeah, I think you just had, like, a, a, a different, and, and that's the thing, like, with, with the Archies, right? You could just have just, like, Archie even then was trying to, like, update its whole thing. It, it goes through this yeah. all the time, right? And, like, you end up with, like, oh, we're having, like, a thing. But even... I think you could do the thing within the Archie lane. And like I think I think like like I think what they're most known for is like all ages, right? Like that's the thing you can't betray. It can look however it can look, right? Like no one's gonna like quabble with that. Like I, I wanna see good looking Archie stuff all the time. Um I like Archie stuff. But it, it needs to stay in its kind of lane because like if, if Archie jumps that lane then there's like nothing in that lane. Yeah, except like licensed like Angry Birds comics or whatever. Hey, that it's weird because it's like the one thing we were talking before, especially with license. It's like the Cartoon Network books. Even though I know they're probably good, like I hear good things about them, Adventure Time comics and stuff like that. It's like I'm not going to read them because I can just watch the cartoon. Like the 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 funny thing is that recently they they announced that Boom got the Power Rangers license, which I think to me is open because that shit is live action. 
and a comic isn't. And there's more shit you can do because, like, real talk, I watch Power Rangers. I watch the shit it's based off of. I watch fucking Super Sentai. And they just ain't got the budget to do some crazy out there fucking effects because it's, it's got to be kind of cheap to make a weekly show. So I'm like, a comic with that. Like, that's, like, the only licensed comic I've ever been really interested in. Like, especially in doing, like, like, yo, I would do the fuck out of a Power Rangers comic and I would break motherfuckers' heads. You see, but... that, that rare there brings us, like, to the whole essence of, like, what makes comics great, right? Is you're just saying right there, like, budget. You don't need budget. You can have this. Because look at what they just... They just announced that, like, um, James Stokos going back to Godzilla, right? And he's doing Godzilla in hell. And yeah, they, they told me I gotta read that. I saw the preview pages online. I was like, "This looks amazing!" Right? And you couldn't do that with a budget. You could only do that in comics. Like, <laughs> yeah. those are the kind of licensed comics that, that, that I like. It's like someone like him who's a fan of it, and and like a a, a real creator just kind of like going nuts with like his own kind of singular vision. It's not just like some studio pumping out just like some weak kind of thing. It's someone using it just to go insane. It's the same thing with that uh, that Tom Scioli, like, G.I. Joe uh, Transformers thing. It's beautiful comic. It's beautiful. It's insane, right? Like, those are the things that I like seeing. I don't like I don't like it if it looks like just like the, the show, but it's like a lesser thing. You know, I think you were saying before, you were like, Adventure Time has songs in it. And you're like, the comic doesn't have songs. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's hard like to it's argue certain, with. <laughs> it's like you can't, it's hard to do music in, a, in something without it's really hard. Like, one of the few things I think did music well was, like, Scott Pilgrim. Like, it's able to show, like, music performances or, like, the act of doing music well. But, like, most things, that's really, 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 really hard. So, it's just, like, I look at them and it's like, oh, that looks kind of like the cartoon. But it's like, I can, especially those cartoons just feel like little independent, like, SPX, like, comics that happen to move. It seems like that same mentality is in those cartoons. And it's just like, oh, they got like a lot of those people to work on those cartoons. So it's just like, like, I'm, like, I don't, but I know kids read them. I know kids enjoy them. I know certain people. So it's like more power to them. Mellow in your face like the Knicks on Dick long, gripped in the pits with my wits on Low quick, short wick on a lip bomb But it's strong, any record inspector on I transform to a beast, call me Predacon Upper echelon, deco rep till he dead and gone Was an ex-con, now I get my checks on Now a nigga's alright like I'm never wrong Headstrong, stepping through a present day Lebanon Light mob and I get it on Rebel gon' set it off in a jet set where the weather's warm Listen, I'm a visionary killing this, I'm still in this Hang with a gang that's feeling this, building this From the ground up, turn the sound up Lounge around, let the beat pound like a Dillinger to handgun Can't come close, I'm a phantom Your brand ain't a woman and your jam ain't an anthem Tantrum, crying bitch, a battle and your dying wish I'm a genie that'll rent that shit I insist fly shit, shrunk and low sweater Yeah, we tighten it, tight kicks Flow holy water like rice spit, ice pick Spin that motherfucker like a nightstick yeah, some people just can't get enough of the thing. You know, it's like, it's like people like Spider-Man. They're just like, oh, I read three Spider-Man comics. I'm like, I'm all right, I like Spider-Man, but I don't read any Spider-Man comics. It's also interesting when, like, the big corporations do licensed comics. It's like, to me, it always bothers, it bothers me that, like, the Scooby-Doo comic is so weak. 
Because it's like the Scooby-Doo comics should be hot. Because, <laughs> like, yo, you can do Scooby-Doo comics. Like, you can, like, it's Scooby-Doo. They redo that cartoon over and over again with different looks and styles. It's like, you could have been doing hot shit forever. And all you had to do is just make Shaggy and them look like like them. It's like, that shit should never be weak. It should never be like, oh, this shit is, oh, this shit is some also ran shit. Like, nah, like, to me, Scooby-Doo should be like the mystery comic. Like, fuck detective comics. Like, motherfuckers be like, yo, I'm going to get this kid the Scooby-Doo right here. Or like, yo, I'll read what you reading. Motherfucking Scooby-Doo. Like, like who don't get hype over Scooby-Doo? They showed Scooby-Doo Legos, and I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> and I'm like, why is that comic not hot? Like, why is a Bugs Bunny comic not fire when there's no Bugs Bunny cartoons? When I worked on staff, the thing that you had to when I was when I was a staff letterer, you had to break in doing like Scooby Doo. We didn't have any like hot books in the department. Yeah. There's only three of us, so we start off doing like you had to you had to earn your bones doing like Scooby Doo and Looney Tunes comics. And my boss was a huge Scooby Doo fan, and they were the wordiest. Like, they had, like, so many sound effects. And, like, they, I mean, they were good for you in the long run, but they were, like, a real trial by fire kind of thing. They were just, like, they were so wordy. And, like, yeah, they just kind of, like, they just kind of moved through the system. Like, no one no one respects them because they're Scooby-Doo comics, so they get, like, their short end of the stick kind of. Like, the editors are like, ah, yeah, Scooby-Doo. They just kind of, like, come and go. But you're right. Like, even when you're... I was a huge Wiley Coyote fan. I was like, man, they should just be, like... Wile E. Coyote would be this amazing opportunity for like great silent comics, almost or with like amazing kind of sound effects, like fun sound. Oh yes! But it's always done in this sort of like very on model like kind of look to it. You're like, oh, if you just kind of unleash this. But I understand why they can't do that because like then no one would buy it. But it's but it's like they don't. It's like it's like would nobody like if you. Then it just comes back to marketing and who you're selling to. Because I think if you made like some good ass Looney Tunes comics, that's to me that's an easy sell. Like people know those characters. They're not showing those. They're not making really new Looney Tunes for the most part. They like do it every like five years. They might bust out a new cartoon. So you could just do hot shit. And if you gonna push, if you gonna try to talk to me like, yo, blah blah blah, like. D-lister from Justice League International gets a comic and it's gonna be fired. But you got some shit that's on like you can't sell Bugs Bunny. He has his own pair of Jordans. Some something is wrong with you. If Nike can sell Bugs Bunny, why the fuck can't you sell Bugs Bunny? Something is wrong there. That's just my. That's just the way I think about it. It's just like, how are you fucking up? Julian, we need to make a Looney Tunes comic. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm way into this idea now. Um, no, I mean, you would have to ask, like, you know who would know the answer would be Bongo, right? Because every year they do that awesome Halloween oh, special yeah. where they just let people just kind of go nuts with it, right? Like, once a year, like, that's what you want to see is you want to see, like, a one-year, like a, like, a Looney Tunes annual where it just kind of, like... Just fire. Just, like, like somebody want to do a dope-ass Yosemite Sam shit? Go fucking nuts. You don't got to make it... Just make it a Yo Sammy Sam comic. I don't need you to make it perverse. I don't need you to like flip it on his head and make it just yo. Just well, this is kind of what I'm excited for for the Star Wars comics. I think is like there should be 
there should be like Star Wars digital comics. There should just be mm-hmm. like there should just be people popping off doing whatever like they want, like just crazy. Because that's like that's the great thing about Star Wars is like it like the look of it, right? And just how it, it can't exist without like like the you feel the artists behind the universe in Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like that's the true. look of it is so much of what is communicated to you and like the language of it and it, it's just always fun to see other people do star wars is so ubiquitous now that like as a culture we accept like seeing all visual kind of forms of star wars right there's like yeah. there's lego star wars and there's like star wars like little usb sticks and there's deformed vinyl star wars like var darth vader you know there's like there's keychains. We've seen every kind of Star Wars. So now, like, that's sort of the only thing I'm interested in seeing now is, like, other people's Star Wars. Like, I don't want to see, like, the same yeah. boring... I don't ever want it to look like like a real... Like, I don't ever want it to look like Brian Hitch. I always want it to, to be, like, a wild-ass kind of thing. Yeah, it should look like... Like, the when they used to do, like, like the Star time. Wars Tales thing, it was all, like... Stuff. Oh, yeah. That was the one that I liked because it was all—it was all just different. It was just different people just doing their own little kind of pocket of it. I hope that Marvel kind of brings that back. Like I know DC was doing like those Legends of the Dark Knight like digital things, and they were just, yeah, that shit was cool. I was buying that. I I I think they should be kind of doing that with Star Wars. I think people just want to see what other people's Star Wars stuff will look like, and I think you just sell it to people cheaply. Like digitally, just boom. But make it make it look like super interesting, and you sell it cheaply. So you're like, ah, this ten page thing. Like, oh shit! Like so and so did this one. Like, I'll read that. You just kind of piece them together, like digitally. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny because it, it's it's interesting to see what they do. What maybe they maybe have planned. You know, I'm to the point now that I expect people gonna listen to this shit. And then, like, a year from now, all half the shit going to come out. And I'll be like, oh, these motherfuckers done bit. <laughs> and it bit me again. But, oh, well, it's, it's all right. It's okay. I'm sitting in the future. Y'all got to catch up. I'm over here. Like, Dame Dash and shit. Like, Kanye. Y'all can just take me. It'll be all right. I'll be good. Because some of this stuff I don't, I, don't, I don't get. Oh, yeah. I know what you wanted to talk about, though, was... Um, how hyped that new Dragon Ball movie is or going to be because I ain't seen it yet. I saw the trailer in the actual movie theater. Oh, my God. Like, before I saw... What did he say? Oh, I saw the new Pixar joint. Um, Oh, Inside Out. Inside Out, yeah. That was good. I heard good things about it. I liked it. I'll check it. I I like... I like the... The, the the personalizations of you it's interesting to see how they visualize I think it'd be like a good thing for kids to see and then maybe certain adults because it does like a good job of kind of like visualizing for you like how your emotions kind of compartmentalize themselves and how your different sort of emotional reactions react yeah. to those things it was neat like to see how someone would because if you were to ask a million different people, it would come back like a million different ways of how that would look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they did like a good job. And they did a really neat job of having a lot of cool like shared experience moments 
Like there's that thing where it's like when you're a kid and you do that thing where you're like jumping on the ground, the carpet's lava or whatever. Yeah. You go into like imagination land and like that happens in imagination. And like they did a great job of having like moments like that in the film of like these just kind of touchstones that we've all sort of experienced. And okay. it's sort of like kind of like pulls the whole audience into it. They, they do a great job of that. Um, but yeah, to see the Dragon Ball trailer in front of that was exciting. I'm not going to lie. Like, if that comes to the theater around here, I think I have to go. I don't even like Frieza, but they show Master Roshi, like, hulking out. and I- Yo, I saw that shit on Facebook. I was like, oh, he flexed back. Like, it's like, oh, shit. Like, I got so excited. Man, I have, like, my, my Dragon Ball love is, like, I, I like the weird shit. I like the pig in the communist outfit. I like Master Yes! <laughs> Oolong the pig is my shit. Yeah, I like I like Oolong. I like like I like perverted Master Roshi like hulking out. I like the Ox King. You know? Go the Ox King. Oh, I love. I, I like I like Piccolo. I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm I'm kind of into it, man. I'm, I saw Jocko and I was like, all right, this is it. Like I gotta go. Like Jocko because I saw the last movie and I was like, this is all right. But, like, at a certain point, like, because it was like the Jocko comic. Like, I like Jocko, right? And then they do, they do that, um, they did, like, that epilogue issue where it's just mostly just talking. It's mm-hmm. just him just, like, information kind of dumping, like, onto you. And you're like, ugh. And then, like, when I'm reading, or not, when I'm watching that last movie, it was like they'd be like a fight and then just like unload information on you. And there's not a lot of like pacing in it, but there's fun ideas. Like they all run out on the patio and the patio becomes like the ship and it comes out of the ground and they use it to go like watch the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like, I like this because even though I don't like Frieza, I like the idea of like all these people come out in that armor. Like I like seeing all these kind of Toriyama character designs of all these different kind of Saiyan fighter people in the armor kind of floating around and like that that looks cool to me and then you got Frieza he goes to a new form he's like oh shit he's gold like oh like it's so simple he's like instead of being white purple he's gold and purple yeah. it's own like and I like the last movie because it was really funny especially at the beginning because it was just like Vegeta was throwing a birthday party for his baby mama because I don't think they ever got married <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the slapsticky kind of beginning. To, I like that fun, and I and that's what I liked about Jocko's. It reintroduced like that fun element to to Dragon Ball, and then like I, that's why I was excited to see him in this, right? Because we're gonna see everyone else be all like serious and fight, and then we're just see Jocko running around like a lunatic. I know, like shoot stuff, doing ill poses. It's like I was like Jocko, the Itagaki spaceman is in this. It's like like. That's like I want an anime of that fucking comic so bad. Oh, <laughs> like, the, the one that I want to see so bad, which is One Punch Man, is finally oh happening. And like I am, ugh, I'm so excited. That comic is by far the most entertaining superhero comic on the planet. Man, this, you, you talk about being in the future. Like there's things that like I've been, I've been preaching that book. They got like four or five like digital volumes, and only now are they coming out. With like a paper volume, right? Same thing, like Private Eye with Vaughn and, and, and Marcos Martin. Like it's now it's coming out like in November or something like that. Like the hardcover. Yeah. I've been talking about this stuff. I feel like like for a year and a half. It's been like a ch- long time since that shit first dropped. So I gave, first gave them money. 
It's like, oh, you know, it's out. The same way with One Punch Man. It's like, I didn't even... Digital, man. It's digital. Like, you just got to get this stuff. Because how did you find One Punch Man? That thing, that that jump thing is still one of the best deals. It's like 25 bucks to read that thing every week for the whole year. And I only wanted to read, like, one or two things in it. But I would peruse the other stuff and just kind of yeah. look through it. You get, it's, you're getting 200 plus pages a week for, I think, $26 a whole year. year. Like, there is no better deal in comics. <laughs> yeah. That's like one trade. That's like one hardcover. Like, that's even cheaper than like a hardcover. It's like, I paid 20 and change for like one of those, like, I'm reading those phone book Usagi Ojimbo things right now. Mm. And I love that. But like, that's essentially, that's what you're getting like almost every week for the price of one of those, like a year. Okay. Where it's like, buy one, get 11 free. That's like a tough, you know, and like, I was reading. I was reading a lot of One Punch. I was reading Jocko, and I was into it, you know. And then I was reading like like Private, like Digital Man. You got to get it to people out there. You get it to them like cheaply. You get them into it. They start telling people that's your marketing, man. It's like word of mouth. That that was the only marketing that ever mattered to me. Was like when like you see like poll quotes on stuff, right? They'd be like, ah, like like you know, bullshit website says this, or some critic you don't care about says that. I only cared when it was like another creator whose work I liked. Like when 100 Bullets was first coming out, the first like maybe somewhere in that first year of it, about seven or eight of them had like quotes from like – like it would be one quote from like Warren Ellis like on the top. And like in the next month it would be like a quote from like Garth Ennis right on the top. And the next quote it's like you know someone else like right on the top. And they were like – there were just one line like and they just kept hitting you with it. And you're like, man, I like the books that these people make. I should be checking out this book. You know, those are the only things that ever made a difference to me were were other kind of like, you know, these people, yeah. like-minded creators, like they're into it. And then like that's, that to me is always like some of the strongest marketing. Yeah, I know. I, I, like, I remember when I first saw One Punch Man, I think I I think I think tweeted a picture of a page like the first week. I was like, this shit is bananas. Like, like there's like yeah. nothing fucks with this comic. And then like the way they do pacing. Oh, there's like you could animate like they're all over the internet. If you just look up like animated gifs of One Punch Man, like he's already drawn out like all the storyboards for like yeah. the sequences of what I, was... I hope will be just lush, full color like animation. Like I'm, I hope that it's it's just nice and expensive. Like I'm looking forward to it. Like I've gotten to a nerd of it, so I read up on it. Like they actually went. Like the artist team, like you know, the artist and his assistants, like did training in animation just so they could do those dope ass pages. Cause this, this, that's the crazy shit. Is that One Punch Man was a web comic drawn by the writer, yep. and I don't know if you read that one. It looks like, it looks like really, really, really shitty. Not yeah. like, well, but it is like. Then he teamed up with this artist and they're redoing it as a web comic for the Jump people. And then it got hot enough, they put it in the fucking American joint. Then they got print books. It's like. It just keeps building up, building up from just like this one random webcomic where a dude just do, doing like a joke on like superhero comics and manga tropes. It's just like, but it doesn't stop being dope. No, man. It like, ah, oh, I, I got tired of like singing his praises after a while. I was, I'm way into it. Like, because I stopped the jump subscription, but I just been reading it like online. Like, I'm a little yeah. fine, but God, like, I can't. I'm excited, man. Now it's in print. Like, I'm, I'm buying that for so many people for Christmas. It's like, yo, read this. Read One Punch Man. It's all the stuff you need. Do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 
and 100 squats, you get, you'll be the strongest person in the world. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to see it animated. Like, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, the Dragon Ball thing, like, looks great. That looks great. I don't know, man. It's, I can't believe it. Like, we're living in an era where, like, a Dragon Ball movie is going to be in the movie theaters. It's, oh my goodness. And, it's, and it counts. It's not like one of those, some of those Dragon Ball movies where you watch it and it's just like, this doesn't makes sense where does this fit in and you find out like oh then it just counting like this shit actually counts blow a kiss to my dick wash my body with the sponge feed me flavor rices put the chronic in my lungs tailor me a leather suit on some jodeci shit by coastal man we both to be rich show comes on this weekend in Japan. The new show starts. It's all killing me because when I was at when I was at Heroes, the main thing I didn't buy that I should have bought was they had capsule toys, and the capsule toy was inside of a Dragon Ball. Mm. It was like the size of a softball, and then each one had like a star on it. Like they were the orange color and everything. The guy wanted like twelve bucks. I don't know why I didn't go back. Like because all the toys inside of them, like they were pretty big and like they all look cool. There was like a band going around it that like all the information in Japanese with like pictures of what, of what was in it what you could have gotten like I, it's it's crushing me then I get it because I don't live in like New York anymore. I mean I can't go to like Toy Tokyo I know I just go cop it <laughs> it's just that like that's the thing man where you're gonna make something like that where it's like ah but you make it like in such a cool kind of, you deliver it in such a cool way that like that's what that's what you gotta do otherwise it should just be yeah, why bother? Yeah, like that. Like I know that I still want to go find out because the new era came out with like Dragon Ball like fitteds fifty nine fifties in Japan, and I still got like a like a watch list on my eBay because <clears throat> I want that four star ball so bad, and they got like a Piccolo hat. Why would they not come out with that here? It seems yo all the dopest I guess you could say quote unquote geek hats come out in Japan. Like I got a Sprite hat from Japan. The Super Mario Brothers hat I got is from Japan. My One Piece straw hat, fucking New Era fitted from Japan. <laughs> like, like, like all the dopest like shit you like. Some of the stuff that used they used to do some cool shit, but it's like the little shiny Transformer hat. I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. The the the, the shiny Thor armor fitted. Like nobody can wear that on the street and actually look like they stunting. But a Dragon Ball like. Dragon Ball hat with just like the Dragon Ball on it or like Piccolo symbol or like fucking Master Roshi symbol on it and like man like come on like, if you had a hat that was like just Master Roshi symbol that'd be uh, those all that shit exists they got all they got I was I was like why the fuck is this not you know how much America loves Dragon Ball Z those all sound like great ideas you need to move to ugh because <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen your straw hat and it's impressive. And yeah, the sprite hat's great. As a sprite fan, have you had any of the LeBron sprite? 
I cannot find it where in the portion I live within DC. I've hunted. Seen it anywhere. And like, I wanted it. I wanted it just because, like, there was like a, a this old diner near my spot in Brooklyn that they would only get cherry lime Ricky. It was just like, you know, like, you know, cherry Sprite, basically. And yeah. that's what it sounded like. But then my barber was telling me, he's like, nah, it's that. He's like, plus like orange. Orange. What? Yeah. Cherry and orange. Like, yo, I'm like, like, I think it's a, it's a plot. So that I can't have this damn sprite, cause people literally, I get Facebook messages, Facebook posts, random people just ask me like, "Yo, you had a LeBron sprite yet?" And I'm like, "I've tried. Like, I don't like, like, why the fuck can't? Why is this shit not in like where I'm at in the city? I've even gone in the hood corner stores and liquor stores. So I'm like, going to the gas station that gets like held up and they don't have it. <laughs> I'm like, where are you putting this shit? I've gone to Virginia to look for this shit." parts of Maryland. I'm like, y'all really don't want me to have this Sprite. I don't even really want to try it. It's just like, it's just there. You know what I mean? Like, now it's like, I just kind of want to see it somewhere in the wild. It's like spotting a mongoose or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I ain't gonna lie. I do want to try it because like, y'all have tried a lot of different types of Sprite. Like, I've had almost like every flavor there's like a fruit added to it. Like the, the Coke Free Machine is my shit. I just eat, I just drink all the flavors of Sprite, and then like the cranberry Sprite came out. I've had some Korean Sprite. I've had Sprite for fucking Italy. Like I've done my Sprite era. Like I was, I used to drink one Sprite every day. Well, you're off on it for 21 years. Yeah, I stopped because it's just like I'm 35. I, I this is just not going to be good for me as I get older. Like I gotta chill. Wait, the easiest thing to do is just to stop drinking soda. I, for the most part, I I. I've dramatically cut back. Like I drink occasionally when I go out to a restaurant, because I a I'm not drinking alcohol and water is cool and all. But sometimes I just need something for flavor to you know add to the meal. But like I don't buy soda in the crib anymore. So, but like yeah, I was I went 21 years every day, one a day straight. So people just know this shit. Like when something happens with Sprite. Like my, my friend Henry was like, "Yo, you see those new Sprite cans with the with the wrapper lines on them?" Like. Like, yeah, like, of course, like, I know about it. It was just, like, I, anything they do, people let me know. Like, yo, you see the Sprite things? Like, yeah. Like, I'm, like, unofficial spokesperson of a brand that, like, has nothing to do with me. <laughs> it's crazy. Boy, if I find one, I'll buy you one. Thanks. Like, I would drink that shit. I would fucking Snapchat YouTube me drinking that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, finally, I got this goddamn LeBron James right. It's a it's a tight hat you got, Jay. Like you need to you need to let LeBron know. You need to be wearing the hat like while you do the whole thing because it's it is a good looking hat. You're right. It's ah that straw hat, man. You're right. Oh, Dragon Ball hats. Like I can't. Dragon Ball hats are so dope. It's me. So like, I'm just. You hat. know what? As much as I hated Frieza, I love the Ginyu Force. Oh my god, they're so fucking awesome. Like my my love for the Ginyu Force, it like just kind of cancels out like my. I was like, oh, this is just because that's where the whole thing just sort of like that's where you when as you're watching it, you're like, oh, this is just what this is just going to turn into now. This is just going to be this fight thing. This is going to go like this for a very long time. Yeah. You like blow up this planet, and this is kind of like, all right, you just keep like one upping yourself. Like it's sort of that's when they stripped out like all the fun and all the humor and all that. Like once the Ginyu Force was done, like they were like the death of fun in that. In yeah, because I think for a while. I remember reading it, reading about it back in the day. It's like his original goal was like, yo, he defeats Frieza. That's the end of the story. He became the legendary Super Saiyan. It was like, all right, I'm done. 
but they put that money up, and he's just like, well, fuck it. Like, I'm make it like, yeah. like, I would do the Android Saga, too. And you know what? No lie. I, I Like, the end of Freeze is cool, but the whole Trunks and, like, this, the Android shit, I really fucks with that, because I just find that shit crazy. Trunks, like, Trunks is my favorite. Uh, I'm reminded that, like, he's everybody else every time, like, one of those SA charts, like, Trunks toys sells out. Oh, my God. Like, immediately. Like, <laughs> Like, Future Trunks is such a genius idea. It's like everything you went from, like, Back to the Future, but for, like, fighting and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he had some good ideas, man. He's a good he's a good architect of those oh, yeah. things. I'm, I don't know. He doesn't have to work anymore, right? He's just got that, no, he he's just got that like, kind of Jiro Dreams of Sushi, like, work ethic where it's like, you know, that old school, like, you know, Joe Kubert had the same thing. Like, just those guys, they just keep going, man, because it's like they don't, they want to work because they want to keep living, basically. It's like, um... Those guys can't just sit around and do nothing. They'll die, and they know that, so they keep like, working. Yeah, like Miyazaki, right? He's like, yeah. oh, I'm retired from making films, so I'm going to retire and do, like, a manga. Like, what? Like, what? Right, and then I, like, heard, he, I heard he stopped doing that because he went back to, like, do, like, another movie. But the... Yeah! <laughs> this was, like, the perfect thing to end on. I love that movie. Yo, that shit. Oh, I was like... That that movie was robbed of his Oscar. <laughs> like, that was fucking bad. Oh, yeah, it was. Like I got a, I got a nice copy for my birthday. It's oh, I saw that twice in the theater in New York, man. Like I I I tried to see anime in theaters in New York when it was like, man, I've seen I saw all the saw all the new Evangelion movies like in this Indian theater. Mm. Like I've seen that third one like years ago and I've just been telling people about it and it drives them crazy cuz you can't you can't see it unless you watch like a like a bootleg copy. You got to pirate that shit on the internet. And I'm just like, you, you have pirate. no idea. And I'm like, I've seen it on a big screen. It is crazy. And like, people are still waiting around like for a DVD. Yeah, it's funny because it's like I was never the biggest Ava fan, but when the movies came out, I watched the movies. Like, yo, the movies is good. Like, it took out all the shit I ain't really fuck with. This yeah, show. yeah like, it's like when they made those Dragon Ball. Um, what did they call them? Dragon Ball Z Kai, yeah. where they cut out all the bullshit. Oh, they just—that's how I watched those. Cause like when I went to art school, like we didn't have cable anymore, so there was like years that I didn't watch. So like when I was working, um, I think it was like when I was still in the studio in Brooklyn with Cliff and Andy, cause like they would just watch like trash TV and like while they were drawing, and like I was like I was trying to do the same thing. And I just kind of basically did it with like Dragon Ball Kai, like it just blew through all the stuff. There was no like just Krillin floating in panic. Yeah, it's just like it's like none of, it's like it's just straight like the manga. It's just like they take two episodes and make it one episode, and get rid of all that, fuck all that bullshit shit with like Goku running around the little the little planet learning and training. Like nah, he trains, he runs the fuck back. Like, oh, but I love like, I love um what's his name? Everything with King Kai and that goddamn King chimp Kai. and the little fucking cricket. They, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I watched the old versus that because that shit is cracked. The monkey, they're great, right? He's got the little car and the little tiny planet. I, oh my goodness, it's so funny. His garage and like a road, it's, it's like <laughs> the whole planet. I, I had a friend who wanted to build like that. He was like, all I had to do was buy like a styrofoam ball. He's like, I'll spray paint it. He's like, Yo. he's like, you buy a little house that you stick on there. Yo, let Lego make that shit as an exclusive for some shit. I will. I would pay people money for that, like a Lego set of just King Kai and his planet with his house and car. And oh right, yeah. There's another thing they need to they need to start like licensing. It's just saying. Yo, they license Dragon Ball with like little like Lego like Dragon. It'd be over. The game would be well, over. Well, there's like, people. Shuts down. There's people out there who are doing here. Let's see how long this takes to catch on. Um, 
I saw a guy, there were three different vendors at Heroes Con that were selling like bootleg Lego minifigures, right? And they were saying they just buy them from like this distributor guy, right? So clearly someone is like 3D printing these and then like selling them in bulk. And he had like, I, I bought like a vampire purple Batman just because basically I just wanted like a purple Batman Lego. <laughs> um, but he's like a tattered cape and like the guy does a really good job with them. He had like, they all looked real. They all looked a hundred percent like legit. And he had done just basically like Marvel and DC characters that like they hadn't done. He had like Ninja Turtles. He had um, with, like different faces and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he didn't have any Dragon Lords like that. Like, but yeah, there you go. Like once that starts happening, Evangelion, right? There you go. Yo, that could be a saying. You make the little figures, but you gotta build the Ava. Mm-hmm. Man, you know I just gave them money. I'm sure people in Japan, there's like there's people who sell. There's a guy who sells like the cowboy bebop like ships mm. in Lego. Like there's a there used to be a website. I'm sure it's still around. I haven't seen. I haven't like touched it like in probably 15 years. But you could build. It was like a 3D just modeling software, and you could build whatever you wanted. And then you could then they would send you those bricks. Like they would ship it to you based on what you built and then they would give you i i read all this like they would give you like like instructions for what you built like it would they would die they would like print out a diagram and you would pay for the part specific card parts and colors that you wanted so there's people online like it's on ebay where there's a guy selling he'll just give you like a little card like a little cardboard box that has like a sticker on it and has instructions and all the pieces to make like you know spikes swordfish ship and I think he's got, like, Jets, like, Hammerhead ship. Um, I don't know if he had Phase ship or not. But, yeah, like, it was just custom selling them direct to you, like, Cowboy Puff Lego sets. It, it's crazy. Like, this is, like, the world we live in where people make, like, you know, bootleg Transformers for, like, $300 a whack, whatever. I got, I got, like, a Megatron that turns into a Sega Genesis. Like, that's not... That's amazing. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yo, anime-based fucking goddamn Legos, like, just... It'll happen. Like, yeah, it will. It's just like, yo, like, just just me thinking about, like, Capsule Corporation Lego sets, and, like, it comes in, like, a little cap. Like, I'm just giving Lego money right now. I don't even know why I'm still talking. They got those. They got that Simpsons house, man. It was impressive. I, like, I don't have the space. Like, if I had a house, all those really, like, I would have bought that fucking Batman Tumblr... I would have bought the fucking <laughs> Simpsons house. I would have bought the Pirates of the Caribbean Black Pearl shit. Like, I would just be building sets. I would be the old dude in the Lego movie. I would be the dad because it would just be like that. Why you gotta act like a bitch when I'm with you? I pay for the bed and never even slept in it I pay for that crib and never stepped foot in And now somebody else is eating all the pudding Things change, now my dashboard wooden All black bands like a young Doc Gooden Dark shades cause I'm stone crazy Girl, we grown, stop playing on my phone, baby All your childish attempts to make me angry fall short But 
Shoney fuse the rage you had because you have nothing. Understandable, I'm shining brilliant with five Brazilians. There were times I used to hide my feelings. Now I'm butt naked in a Lamborghini, and motherfuckers can't see me. Wait till this chick see me on TV. I make this shit look easy. Who would have thought I hit you right back? Why you always on?